BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Monday, unfortunately. Unfortunately. And you I'm thought, so sorry, everyone. You thought that Monday was going to take you down. But Jackie and I are here to literally do the exact opposite. Not only do we have a sickening show for you that's going to sicken the Monday down, Mm -hmm. we are also sporting our latest merch collection, the Hunter Murat merch collection, tracksuits, mugs, phone cases. We have got it all for you. So take a look. Enjoy. We'll be highlighting some of the products throughout the next few days. Different colors. Yes, we have a lot of different colors. We also have a hat that is the cutest hat that I've been wearing um, just like around the city and I just feel so fabulous in it. So we'll be showing you everything. I'm so obsessed with this collection. I'm wearing the teal sweatshirt and matching sweatpants that have a 100% 100% on the side. 100%. I'm wearing the black, obviously, that has a down the leg. And I just really am so excited that this collection is finally here. We've been planning it for so long. And I think the people have known that it's coming, but I don't think they expected it to be this sickening. Yeah, they've known that it's coming. And we've also reached like peak 100%. Yeah, it's perfect you know, like, timing. We've been saying it for months, but like the amount that we said it last week was probably more than we've said it in all the months combined. So it was like, we had to drop it. Well, we were actually like on one last week. Like, I don't know if there was something in the water here at Toast Studio, but like I was rewatching the episodes. Like, my God, we were just like on another planet last week. Like, especially just like with like the random shit we were saying, like Velma Thelma, like what? <laughs> like, what was that joke? I don't even remember. Like you said. No, of course I No, it's because the do to do song. Right, right, right. Is Scooby-Doo. Yeah. But we won't go into it. Because Doo-Doo-Doo's not even here. And because we still don't know. Is it Velma or Thelma? And you know what? I kind of like the unknown, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Can it be both? Right. Like, why can't it be both? Why can't we? Why do we have to choose? Um. So, yes. This is dropping on Wednesday. We will highlight some more products throughout the week. Make sure to be following us on Instagram, The Morning Toast, for all the content, all the items. And so you don't miss out on the drop. Yeah. It's going to be so sickening. But other than that, it is still a Monday. And, like, this one is hitting harder, different, worse than ever before. It's hitting different. Like I literally woke up with a pit in my stomach. And I was, like, trying to identify the pit. And there were so many sources of Oh, like what? Just, like, I just feel so in disarray you know I just feel like I have so much to do mentally physically like actual like logistically and I'm just I've been putting it off and I don't want to do it okay that's interesting because I actually woke up obviously like not with a pit but just with like a kind of like a chip on my shoulder like the fact that it's Monday and like somehow that's my problem when I literally like just did Monday through Friday two days ago like how sick how is it sick how is this happening again like I just refused like I, I actually cannot wrap my mind around that concept like like I just did it but whatever I also woke up 
with an with a can-do attitude. I just feel like this is our week, you know? You're, it's, your, it's the last week before you go on your retreat, so mm-hmm. you're not here next week. Next week, I'm holding down the fort with Ben, and then I'm going to Florida for the second half of the week. So, like, this is, you know, where... This is a dare to be great situation. It is a great week because it's like the last one before I'm going on my retreat. But maybe because I have my retreat next week, I'm just like, this is a waste of the week. You've let seen me go on, like, like you're already. You no, know, like, yeah, let me go on my retreat, yeah. you know? I'm just waiting. And by the way, I don't know if I've updated everyone, but I've booked my retreat. It is happening. I will keep you all posted. Obviously, I'll be vlogging for the Patreon. And I'm really excited. I'm excited to just cross it off my list you know yeah, no and scratch where, this itch where you ended up is like a good facility like yes. I feel very comfortable sending you off there not wondering like if you're getting mauled by a bear in the woods yeah so I feel really good about it and I'll keep you all abreast of course because you guys of are course. on this journey with me like as much as anyone and I really appreciate everyone's support and we're gonna we're gonna be in this together though I will truly be doing it alone and I haven't had like a solitary experience like that right. in so long I feel like I'm gonna go back to like high school version me it's like oh my god how do I make friends like how do I talk to new people like are you like is that something that happens at the retreat like you make friends I think you get like in groups and so other people will probably be alone but like some people probably be like with friends or something so it's gonna be it's gonna be like personally challenging well if you just bring your kindle like you're fine yeah no that's I I'm not worried about that but I do feel like there'll be like icebreakers you know two truths and a lie oh okay so let's practice two truths and a lie is my motherfucking cross to bear it's the hardest fucking icebreaker because like I think it's harder to come up with a truth like yeah. what are who cares like I wouldn't even know what to say so let's no. come up with yours oh my god no I literally can't okay oh I, okay so the lie is obviously um I'm not a natural redhead like you okay. should say that because okay. like that's dumb and people probably think you're not a natural redhead which you are so say that and then for your truths um I have to speak my truth no I know it's so important and it's my truth it's no one, no else one else's <laughs> no one else's um so like what's like a crazy thing you've like done like nothing like you're so boring like <laughs> No, like, you don't have, like, some people, like, when they were babies, they were born with three legs. Like, some people have, like, crazy, like, an extra toe. Like, you don't have anything like that. Yeah, yeah, no. I don't know. That's why I literally hate this game, and I... It's so so hard. I'm so sorry that I brought it up. Like, now I have to prolong it. Like, it's worse that I have to play it. No, but if we come up with them now... It's bad enough that I have to play it there, but, like, to bring it into my personal space, like... But I'm just trying to prepare you for what could be, like, a painful icebreaker. I know. I just sort of, like, panic, and then I'm, like... I'm allergic to bees. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's am funny. I? I don't know. Yeah, you Could are. Be. You not, are. Not really. I had a bad experience once, but like since then, things have I'm sorry. Fine. If you get stung by a bee and then have to go to the hospital, like you are allergic but to bees. But then like later in life, I got stung by a bee and I was fine. So may, I think my working theory is that the hospital experience, it wasn't a bee. It was a different big ass. Oh, no. Hornet. I've been stung by a wasp. Do you know that TikTok sound? No. The fact that you like aren't on TikTok as much as I am is so upsetting because like Margo would have understood my. But why don't you explain it to us? Because I think a lot. I, that's the thing about TikTok sounds. You can't no, explain that. I feel like you do a good job of explaining them. And then like I'm in on the joke and I literally will like say TikTok lines that I've never even seen. I've been stung by a wasp. I actually like can't explain that one. Like I don't know the origins. It's <laughs> Sounds just, like, pretty self-explanatory. It's just so funny. Yeah. <laughs> also, speaking of TikTok, we um, went to dinner last night with Dom Roberts. We finally got to meet Dom and Kenzie, and we were talking about TikTok. And I looked at my screen time last week. You guys, someone needs an someone needs a fucking wellness retreat. Okay, so a, I, a, a unplugged wellness retreat. But like for me, like my idea of wellness is like laying in bed scrolling on TikTok. But so last week I spent over the course of the entire week. 
24 hours on TikTok, which is literally an entire day. It was actually 25 hours. So I'm just kind of like dealing with that, you know, like As I you should. I don't know how to internalize the fact that I lost a whole day of my life. Of your week. Of my week. even life. Yeah, of my Imagine week. Imagine how many days of your life you've lost. No, I know. Probably a hundred. No. Well, no, you've only been TikTok for like over a year. But if you're losing one day a week, oh, 52 days. Yeah, no, it's like really crazy, you guys. So I'm just kind of like working through that and trying to like to, like digest and internalize it. And like, what do I do with that piece of information? Because <laughs> you need been, to do something. No, I know. It. It's been like shaking me in my core like ever since I found that out. Good. Maybe you set like a screen time limit on TikTok because even though you'll go over it, obviously, like it'll be there like nagging you and maybe you'll just be more conscious of it. No, that's like an alarm. Like I'll just snooze it. You should go on a retreat where you have to like turning your cell phone. No, I just like need to. The thing is, it's like so. Or, or. But you know what? Some people could or, consider it 24 hours spent on doing my job. Like no. it is my job to be kept Listen, abreast to all the trends, the Gen it. Z news. It's not going to cut. I hear what you're saying. And I think that we, that's like a good uh, rationale for, you know, a lot of our technology addiction and like TV. But that's a step too far. But, but here's the thing. I'm like not watching TV anymore because I'm literally sitting in bed watching TikTok. What about a challenge? Like we'll hold you accountable here at the Toast and we will give you three hours a day. Okay, let talk. me see what I did. I mean, yesterday I was like hungover. So I probably had more than average. Three times. No, that's still almost. I'm sorry. I was wrong. One hour a day. Oh, you okay. get one hour. So yesterday. And then we're going to look at your week next week. I won't be here. Excited. Okay, yesterday I had two hours. That's not bad. No. Saturday, two hours. It's pretty much two hours a day. I guess that makes sense. Two times seven. Oh, no. Maybe I just had like a really bad week last week. Apparently you were on one. Oh, I mean, on Monday of last week, I had four hours. So like... I think we should try and get you to an hour a day. Yeah, I think so too. And we'll follow up next week. Last week, I I had 19 hours. I think you should turn on the thing that says like you're approaching your time limit. How? Add limit. Yeah. How long should I do? One, one hour. hour? Hour and a half? No, do an hour. You might go over. It doesn't like lock you out, but that way you're, you're trying to get it on the right. But then, by the way, today I'm already at 20 minutes. Okay, you have 40 minutes left. Spend them wisely. That is so little. Now you won't be like frivol- frivolously like looking through TikTok. But they make me happy. Like, I don't know why there's like this stigma around screen time when like I'm literally at my happiest like scrolling TikTok mindlessly. Because it's so unproductive. And it's you so bad, You lost a yeah. whole day of your life like looking at other people probably inevitably comparing yourself to this person, that person. Like, it, do- it doesn't. Yeah. It's, yeah, no, sure. It's really- I'm sure you- once in a while you see a TikTok that's like uplifting. But most of the time it's like detrimental to mental health you know like because i'm like so like much prettier than everyone on tiktok it's like actually not fair of me to even like be on tiktok because i'm like so much prettier and skinnier than everyone (laughs) yeah and younger (laughs) and younger and like just funnier and like it's sad for everyone else you know i should get off tiktok to help other people's mental health because like they're probably comparing themselves to me and it's like oh my god like i'll never be as stunning beautiful and smart as this girl like maybe maybe for the the betterment of, of my generation i should just take a step back Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. And Whatever anybody, it takes. I know I can make it through. What song is that? It's the theme song from. Yes. I'm going to need a minute. Okay, I'm going to give you a clue. It's like a California-based show. Mm, I don't know where this I'm getting California vibes. It's, at one point in our childhood, we were banned from watching it because it was like a little inappropriate. Oh, Degrassi. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cal- Can- Canada. Yeah, no, it's Canada, right? Yeah, it's Canada. Yeah. No, I was just thinking, I thought it was maybe going to be like 90210 or like right. Full House. At, I know I same can make era. it through. 
Um, okay. Also, if anybody wants to do the TikTok challenge with Claudia, like, please yeah. feel free to join, share your screen times. We're getting to an hour a day on the talk. An hour a day, but like, that's so hard. Sometimes self-care looks like hard work. Literally. Literally. Okay. Good. Um, also, I just wanted to share like a, an experience um, that I had over the weekend because, you know, feel like I come on here a lot and like talk shit about Zara and I stand by literally everything I've ever said about Zara like the website is an atrocity like just like make it make it easy for us like make it work but I went to Zara on Saturday and I don't even want to say it because I don't want everyone to go to Zara and then like we'll all be wearing the same things but like the Zara summer collection like is here and it might be their most sickening yet like I literally picked up like 15 things the dressing rooms are closed because of COVID so I just like picked up a bunch of things and I'm like I'll just return whatever I don't wear did not return one single thing like so sickening and they've really gotten better with their sizing inclusivity and I just like wanted to give a shout out because like I'm always talking shit about Zara but they did that like summer 2021 like they fucking did that sweet okay I might go I literally need to shop for new clothes I know and like I literally got a whole new wardrobe in 10 minutes like I just like was picking shit up and I'm like half of this won't fit but I will come back and return it and it's like kind of like added like I think it's really contributing to my good attitude like on this Monday because I'm like okay like we're stepping into spring and like I have a hot fire wardrobe you're prepared like not prepared fully but like I will be going back and I saw a TikTok see this is why I need to I saw a TikTok that the most underrated um Zara in all of Manhattan is the Hudson Yards one because Hudson Yards is a luxury mall so people go there not for Zara they go for like the Neiman Marcus even though it went out of business um and because it's the biggest it went out of business yeah like that whole thing is going out of business the Neiman Marcus at Hudson Yards closed. I'm almost 100%. Did you not know that? I don't know. Maybe I did. But I, I, didn't, I feel like you told me I that. I didn't absorb it. No, but I heard Neiman Marcus was like filing for bankruptcy. But Neiman. that doesn't mean that they closed. Which The is Neiman really, Marcus was so nice. Which is really confusing. Okay, Neiman Marcus, Hudson Yards, permanently closed. Wow. Um, yeah, it was quick. really sad. But because like most people don't go to Zara... Don't go to Hudson Yards for Zara. And it's also the biggest. They have like literally every size, every item. It's like the most in stock Zara in all of Manhattan. So that's a little kept secret that I just blew up and that blew up on TikTok. So maybe I'll do that this week. Sweet. Sounds fun. Yeah. Um, Other than that, I need to get to Zara. Now I know. Mm -hmm. And Zara, Zara. Depends on the day. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Cool. Cool. Cool, cool. Should we get into everything? Yeah, we got the Fast Five. We got um, Real Housewives of Atlanta recap. So I just feel like without further ado. Yeah, without further ado, it's time for the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And I'm very excited because today's episode is brought to you by Public Goods. And I've been using their products for like a few weeks now. And I've just been waiting to come into the studio. And this piece of paper is on my desk. Because I just did not expect to like find my new brand. Do you know what I mean? Like. Everything okay. So public today's episode is brought to you by Public Goods, the one-stop shop for sustainable, high-quality everyday essentials made from clean ingredients at an affordable price. Everything from coffee to toilet paper to shampoo and pet food. Public Goods is your new everything store, thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. So there's so many benefits to um, Public Goods, of course, like being a sustainable brand and being able to shop for everything in one place. But like the products sickening the all-purpose cleaner the dish soap and then the hand soap like I just didn't expect to like find my favorite new three products you know a hundred percent smells so good and the aesthetic like can we talk about the aesthetic yeah like who am I Nabella like literally like all the bottles of packaging it's like so simple and elegant it's like literally like Kardashian like minimalist it's just like the most sickening brand and I just didn't see that for myself this year yeah no it's really exciting I used a surface cleaner last night to clean up a little bit of Bruno's duty and (laughs) 
And <laughs> it was amazing, masks the smell, but also doesn't have like an annoying, pungent ass smell. No, like, not chemically either. Just everything about it is so subtle and sickening. No, I agree. Like when I hosted Shabbat on Friday, which was one of the most overwhelming things I've ever done, like we'll never be hosting again. I use the cleaner on everything. Like it just, and also it added like a nice aroma to my home. I'm like, yes, I have a clean home, even though like I don't, but like, you know, the the public good scent made it seem like I did. Mm-hmm. Um, so rather than buying from a bunch of single product brands, public goods members can buy all of their premium essentials in one place with one beautiful streamlined aesthetic. Public goods talks, public goods searches the globe to find clean, healthy, eco-friendly, and innovative products. They ethically source and obsessively develop each of their products to be free of unhealthy ingredients, harmful additives, common, and it's still common on drug and grocery store shelves. They are committed to making their products healthy and safe for humans, animals, and the environment. Yes, when I was getting ready for Shabbat, I was getting the hummus out, and I had this huge jug of hummus, and it literally slipped out of my hands, fell upside down, and got all over my kitchen floor, and like I literally ushered Theo out of the, the kitchen. I was so stressed, and I cleaned it up, and I sprayed the purpose all-purpose cleaner to like clean up the smell of hummus and then i let theo back in because like it's not harmful on pets love to see it um we got an awesome deal for you guys if you want to get 15 dollars off your first public goods order with no minimum purchase they are so confident that you will absolutely love their products and come back again and again and again they're giving you 15 dollars to spend on your first purchase plus right now you, re- you can receive your choice of either a free pack of bamboo straws or reusable food storage wraps with your order you have nothing to lose just go to publicgoods.com toast or use the code toast to check out that's p-u-b-l-i-c-g-o-o-d-s.com forward slash toast to receive $15 off your first order. Check it out. Check it out. Everything of the sort. Totally. Okay. First story, DMX, the rapper and actor, dies at the age of 50. His family has announced in a statement. They said, quote, we are deeply saddened to announce today that our loved one DMX, birth name of Earl Simmons, passed away at 50 years old at White Plains Hospital with his family by his side after being placed on life support for the past few days. Earl was a warrior who fought till the very end. He loved his family with all of his heart and we cherish the times we spent with him. It's really sad. Um... He'd been on life support for like a week, right? Yeah. Because like in the beginning of the week, we reported on it. Yeah. We reported on it last week. Um, it's so sad. And all weekend, there have been like tributes, tributes coming out, like videos that are going viral. Yeah, I saw that one. Everyone keeps tagging me in this tweet about Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo. which is really crazy. I know. Um, and I guess like what's so, what I've like kind of gathered from all of people's tributes is like how influential like in the music space he was. Like I think he was a little bit before our time, um, but... It's been made very clear, like, in the hip-hop space, like, his legacy, like, lives on. Mm -hmm. So I'm just really sad for his family, and I hope that they're all doing okay. Yes, hope everyone is doing okay. Really sad. I saw um, they're considering doing, like, a a memorial in Yonkers for him. Oh, nice. Which would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so just really sad and amazing legacy to see, like, everyone sharing. Also, I feel like all weekend my whole timeline was flooded with like dmx tributes and prince philip yes um but the big question has been answered prince harry will be going to his funeral Megan will be staying home under doctor's orders because of her pregnancy but just really quickly while you brought up dmx and prince philip can we talk about Kerry washington for a second yes Kerry washington got like canceled over the weekend because she like tweeted something out that was like not offensive but just like kind of weird um she's like what did she say she said uh can't you just imagine what DMX and Prince Philip are talking about at the pearly gates right now? Yeah. Like such a beautiful, like thinking of both of them. And 
she deleted it after like getting annihilated on Twitter. And I was trying to like see why people like were so upset about it because it, to me it wasn't offensive. It was just like a cringy loser thing to say. Like that's just like a weird thought. Like they don't know each other. They're definitely not even together. And like some people are like Prince Phillips in hell. Like people are so annoying. So I didn't really understand why she got canceled. But like if anything, I would just be like embarrassed like because that was like a lame tweet. Yeah. I mean that's all it is. At least for me. I don't think there's anything really offensive about it. Just like a weird thing. Just like a weird, weird thought to have. Yeah. And then also share. But, oh, and share. Yeah. Yes. I think you meant C H E R. I'm like, oh, what did she tweet? Oh, she's always tweeting. She's always getting no, in trouble. No, um, a weird thought to have for sure. I don't know that it's grounds for canceling, but you know, there's. You live in, it's lawlessness anything. now. It's lawlessness. Yeah. So, yes, I did see that because you showed it to me. Because I was just like so confused. I'm like, am I not missing something like from this tweet? Like, that's offensive. Mm-hmm. But no, it was just like cringy. Yeah. But sorry, back to Prince Harry. Well, now Prince Harry has arrived in the UK two days after um, Prince Philip's death, and he will be attending the funeral. I'm glad. Sans Megan. How far along is Megan? I don't know. I'm not. It doesn't say. Yeah, because like I'm sure she does not want to go, and the pregnancy is like a fabulous excuse. It's a, yeah, it's a fabulous excuse. It would be really awkward. I I think it's awkward that Harry's going. It's literally a month after this the whole inter- Oprah interview, this, like. And you, you, you made your bed, lay in it. No, I completely agree. Like, I think it's weird. Like, this will be the first time they're seeing each other. I think in over a year, also because of COVID, it's like his first time going back to... Since Megxit. The UK. And I, if I, like, just you should stay home. No, it's weird. Like... Especially because I think it's going to be like a super small affair. Because of COVID. So it, it, if he had stayed in California, like, it wouldn't have been such a big deal because you could say COVID, you know? Yeah, I just, like, don't understand Harry, like, completely. Because, like, he did go on this interview and, like, kind of, you know, air his family's dirty laundry. So, like, which, do you like your family or do you not like your family? Like, I'm confused. Because if you love your family, like, you, even if, like, they've wronged you, you don't go on TV and, like, you know, air your dirty laundry. Yeah. So I'm just confused. I'm glad he's going because, like, that's the type of thing you can't take back. Like, if you make a decision in anger and like you but don't also, go. But also like a tell-all interview is also the sort of thing you can't take back. Yeah, no, 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 I know. So it's done. I'm just, um, I'm really confused at this point. But n- but Me- Megan not going, um, I'm not confused by. Like, don't go. Yeah. Like that tracks. She's being consistent. Harry's not being consistent. 100%. Which is it? Like, which is it? Yeah, you can't have it both ways. Yeah. So. And it's just going to be like literally awkward. Like so Everyone awkward. knows their business. Like, we know that him and William are on good terms and, and also, now we like, know Kate was the one who made Megan cry. Like we like we know too much. He just like blew this shit up and now he's like going back, like, hey guys, I'm back. And also everybody's grieving. Like it's just not about him for like one second. Mm-hmm. And now he has to come and make it about him. Yeah. You know? Like I'm sure in Prince Philip's final days, like this was a, a very big source Stressor. of stress. Yeah. And I'm not saying that he should or shouldn't go. I think it's, he it's, should go. I it's a know. tough situation, it's, but I do think he should go. Yes, in the sense because like it is some like that's something like again you, that you can't take back. And you'll regret and it's like at a certain point, like family and death, like that conquers all. You know, like you just are there for your family. And this is one of those situations, I think. So I think him going is the right decision, but it does 
make all this news, you know, which I just think like the royal family is just like over the news for now. They could like use a little break. And they also like, they have a lot of healing to do as a family, right? Yes. And maybe this is when they'll do it. But like there's other, there's other things going on. Like it's a celebration of, of Prince Philip's yeah. life. Like they'll heal another time because like any other time. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, it's, um, it's a tough spot. Like, I don't know what's the right thing, but I do think he should go to the funeral. I'm glad he is going. And I don't think Megan should go. And I'm glad she's not going. And I'm sure she's glad to not be going. Yeah. Even though it actually doesn't track because like in the interview when they were in the chicken coop, she was like, no, like we talked to that. We spoke to Gran, you know, last week when, you know, Philip got sick. Mm -hmm. So According to them, like, they've been on good terms with, with Gran the gra- and Philip. With the grandparents. And they went out of their way to tell Oprah. They Zoom with... But that was all pre-tell-all. No, but they... After the tell-all, they went out of their way to say the person who made the comment about Archie's skin color was not Gran or Grandpa. Right. So it's like they've kind of been protecting in their own way. Yes, but in doing the tell-all, they inadvertently, like, have... Yeah, no, you can't protect some have, family members. Have tried, like, to ruin like their life's work like this was the like the royal being royals being the king and queen are not king sorry queen consort prince prince is their life's work and harry and Meghan have made that much more challenging yeah i mean but they also right like they they what i gathered from their interview was that like they did not want to insult or like tarnish the name of philip or Gran. like they kind of protected them in the interview whether they were actually good to them or not like it that was like clearly something that was important to to harry but it's kind of like a one of them is all of them you know like a hundred percent so it doesn't even yeah a hundred percent yeah so we shall see we shall see even i just though, like, like can imagine the tension like and you know like i I can't imagine that Harry thought he'd be seeing his family so soon after the interview, but like that's what happens. Life happens, death happens, and now we're all in a room together. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Maybe they'll make a Maybe it will be maybe it'll be Prince Philip's final gift to the family. I would everyone love coming that. together. And that would be a great episode of The Crown. Like where just kind of like his death brings everyone together. They all apologize. They love each other. Harry and Meghan move back, resume their royal duties. And then Meghan can like like, for me, like, what I was so upset about this whole thing is, like, of course, there's so many things I could be annoyed at. But, like, what I was annoyed at is the fact that, like, Meghan Markle, like, could have been an integral part of the royal family if they had let her. She's so charismatic. She's, you know, a sign of progress for the royal family. Like, the potential there that we never got, like, that was what was so upsetting in terms of, like, representation. And so if we could, if there's any possibility, like, that she could, like, be that, I'm sure she does not want to, but, like, I would just love that. I know. I don't think there's... I, I hear what you're saying. I know. That ship has sailed. Completely. It's not happening. I know. But they will have to all figure out how to move forward, move forward and if they want to, like, stay in touch. So this could be step one for all of that. It could. We'll keep you abreast. Even As though, always. like, we're, it's not like we're going to be in those rooms, so we just have to go off, like, tabloid reports, which are so false. I don't know. From the crown. I know, like, the crown is fiction, whatever. From the crown, it kind of, like, makes it seem like sometimes, more often than not, like, some of the tabloid rumors are, like, founded on truth. Or maybe the crown only addresses the ones that are true. Oh, that's possible, yeah. You know, the ones that require, I mean, there's so many, yeah. You know, like, every day it's something different. Yeah. Okay, ready for our next story, a little sports news? 
A little sports news, yeah. Are you ready for a little sports news? Because the Masters tournament oh, was I watched this weekend. It. History has been made as Hideki Matsuyama makes history. He wins the 2021 Masters tournament. You watched it? I, because Ben watched it, and like we were so just like dead yesterday that I just let him put on whatever he wanted. And you know, I actually quite enjoyed it. Um, Matsuyama was like in the lead the whole time, so like he obviously was going to win. Yeah. Um, and Ben was explaining how it's, like, such a big deal. So I'm so happy for him. And he was a cutie. And it was actually, like, an enjoyable May thing to watch. May the biggest cutie win. May the biggest cutie win. And, like, Ben said, like, part of the huge honor of winning the Masters is, like, the next year, there's a huge dinner with all the former winners. And the person who won the year before, like, gets to pick the meal choice. Ooh. So now everyone's, like, guessing what Matsuyama's going to pick. And, like, now this year, because the winner from last year was Dustin Paulina Gretzky's boyfriend Johnson Justin Johnson he chose uh chicken sandwiches oh yeah too bad you didn't win no I know I would have loved that meal I bet it's so good that's such a fun fact like fun like um tradition a hundred percent yeah that's really cool I feel like golf is super calming to watch you know yeah like it was like a little borderline boring yeah yeah but it's not like no it's not like crazy like you look away you're gonna miss anything yeah, yeah. and they actually like do a really good job of um airing it because they like show, they don't follow one person at the same time. They like show everyone at different holes. It's like actually, I had a respect for the masters. They got a good thing going on? Yeah, they got a really good thing going on. Very, very cool. Yeah, well, so I'm happy for him. I can't wait to hear, uh, hear what he chooses for the meal. Like I'm literally <laughs> like, I can't think about anything else. I'm so excited. Like, I hope it's good. Um, and I, I'm, he's making Japan proud. So we love that. If you won the masters, what would you choose as your meal? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, okay, for an appetizer... We would all be having chicken fingers and fries, like, but like in ap in in appetizer form, you know, okay. like with a toothpick in it. Okay. Okay. And then for the entree, we are having. Um, oh my god, I'm like overwhelmed right now. Hold on. <laughs> um, let me just think. Like, what are my favorite foods? Like, we're having like it's pasta night. You know, like. Okay. Italian like pasta, whatever you want. Like, and you don't care that the foods like don't really make sense together. Do I look like I care? Okay. And then for um, dessert, the we're, house pie. <laughs> we're having a chip witch. Oh, cute. Good humor brand, like with the chocolate chips on the outside. Oh, that's really cute. That yeah. sounds good. What about you? I think I would have Serafina come in and yeah, cater. and cater the affair. The affair. Yeah, yeah like, like Penel Vodka, pizzas to start. Yeah. But then for dessert, I've been really enjoying dessert lately. And like Serafina, we went to last night. We took Dom and Kenzie's Serafina virginity. Um is not known for their desserts. Like, I literally no, never get to... No, no, no. They have a tiramisu, which I don't even like, that, like, some people like, but they are not, like, dessert-friendly. Yeah. Maybe just, like, a, some delicious gelato. Or, like, the Mastro's butter cake. Have you ever had it? Yeah. Sickening. So good. Cipriani. Cipriani. Cipriani lemon cake. meringue cake, yeah. Okay, you guys, you want me to win the Mastro's. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. Root for me. What, Vote like, it's hard? Vote for Are you ready for our next story? I mean, I'm going to take a bite of my granola bar, but yeah. Okay. So while you're taking a bite, um, I'm going to let you know that driver's license singer Olivia Rodrigo got a parking ticket. I saw. <laughs> it's really funny. She said driving isn't all fun and games. Olivia Rodrigo is quickly learning the ups and downs of having a driver's license. On Sunday, the 18-year-old singer whose ballad, Driver's License, became a mega hit, revealed that she ran into a little trouble while driving. <laughs> with her driver's license. In a Snapchat shared to her Instagram story, she shared that she had received a parking violation from the city of LA, showing a photo of the ticket. She said, damn, this driving shit isn't all fun and games. I mean, and that's why I don't drive. That is why. I love that this is news, you know? No, it's just like, because she has a song called Driver's License. Right. And 
she got a ticket. And I feel like it's a really good lesson for all the kids out there. Like, driving is not all fun and games. Well, I was actually just having this conversation with them. Because he's like, I've never been in an accident. And I have, obviously, you remember, you made me get into an accident when you were singing Shower by Becky G. So fucking loud. No. Can't take accountability. You were literally. accident. You were just like being such a distracted, like, front seat driver. I think I was like making the vibes good. You were Snapchatting yourself listening to Becky G's Shower, which is such a good song. Yeah, can you blame me? I know, and you know, it's such a good song, like the car crash didn't even ruin it. It's such a good song, it inspired a segment on this show. Yeah, that's true. Um, but so Ben was like bragging that he'd never gotten into an accident. Like, I didn't get into an accident, I just side- sideswept some old lady's car. It was just like a little dink. And she was like so cool about it. Like, I was ready to like swap insurance and like have to like, you know, call the police. And she literally was like, it's fine, and got in her car and drove away. <laughs> um, but I've never gotten a ticket. Okay. Ben has gotten like maybe a thousand. Like, you know, he actually at one point like got his license suspended for like having so many points. That's so crazy. So, um, have you, well, you don't drive, but. Right. So I can't even ask you that question. But one day, I feel like my time is coming Yeah. Soon. We've been talking about getting a car. Yeah. And that would be really exciting yeah, for me to be driven by you. <laughs> I know. And also if you're, if you're looking for some content, I taught Jackie how to drive over the summer in upstate New York. Um, and there's a Patreon vlog about it at patreon.com slash morning toast. So much anxiety. Oh. Did you have something to say? Um, no, I was just going to get into our fifth and final story. The final story. If I can just like let everyone know about Babbel, I would really. Yes, I think everyone needs to know about Babbel. Therefore, you, you may have the floor. Today's episode is brought to you by Babbel. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. I took Spanish like for over eight years and cannot say one thing in Spanish. It's actually atrocious. But now, thanks to Babbel, the number one selling language learning app, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. Their 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. So whether you're on the subway, I've been taking these little Spanish, they're like fun too, taking these Spanish classes um, like in the back of a taxi, like you could really do it anywhere on a plane. That's a great and wonderful wonderful use of your screen time. Right, so much better than Educational, TikTok. fun, snackable. Babbel designs their courses with practical, real-world conversations in mind, things you'll get to use in everyday life. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Their speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent, so you can start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Go to Babbel.com and use the promo code TMT. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code TMT, for an extra three months. Babbel, language for life. Love it. Okay, now are you ready for our fifth and final story? Is it the fifth and final story? Yeah. Okay, Henry Cavill Cavill yeah. goes Instagram official with his new beautiful and brilliant girlfriend, Natalie Viscuso. And I know Claudia is like, why do I, I saw care? the picture. You saw the picture. He said, this is me looking quite... Well, they, they took a stroll together. They were spotted on a stroll. And then he posted to his Instagram saying... Oh, saying... Oh, God, what'd you do? I just swiped. Hold on. Saying, 
I think maybe I haven't memorized. I saw that they were photographed together and like literally nobody could figure out who this girl was. Okay, well, he then he posted a picture of the two of them saying, this is me looking quietly confident shortly before my beautiful and brilliant love destroys me at chess. And it's like a picture of them playing chess. But eagle-eyed pop culture enthusiasts might recognize her from a 2005 episode of MTV's My Super Sweet 16. <gasps> her milestone birthday was featured on season one of the hit series after she moved to San Diego from Roswell, Roswell New Mexico. Okay. So now she um, is the vice president of TV and digital studios at Legendary Entertainment, but she was on My Super Sweet 16, and I feel as though that's something that we all need to know. Okay, I'm literally floored by this recognition. Like, floored, <laughs> first of all. Second of all, there is a TikTok trend of, like, if you were on My Sweet 16, Super Sweet 16, like, make a TikTok, do at this, and, like, tell us where you landed. And, like, literally every single one of them was, like, the car my dad got me got repossessed. Like, we had to move out of our house. Like, because it was these people, like, spending so frivolously on a 16-year-old birthday party. Like, you know that their finances were not, like, Yeah, they're not, like, financially prudent. So I would love to hear, like, a little bit about her journey on the show. I wonder if we'll get, like, any sort of interview with her. And remind me who Henry Cavill is. Justice League Superman? Was he supposed to be Jamie Dornan, or that's, like, the other guy? I, I always get them confused. Oh, you Who know, was supposed to be Jamie Dornan? Like, then he, the other guy, Henry something. N- why? Why not Cavill? I don't know. Like, someone, someone named Henry dropped out of Fifty Shades and gave it to Jamie Dornan, who I thought was, like, so unqualified for the role. I mean, that's why I never watched the franchise. I just always felt like it was a huge casting mistake when that guy dropped out. Henry. Um. Okay, well, Henry Cavill is Superman, and he looks like Superman. Yeah. And I feel like he could have been the one. And is he from Sons of Anarchy? Is he? I don't know. Like, these Henrys, I actually cannot keep up with. Okay, I'm going to read what he's in. I don't know if it's going to mean anything to you. Man of Steel, The Witcher, Batman vs. Superman, Justice League, Enola Holmes, Mission Impossible, The Man from Uncle. I like The Man from Auntie. Zack Snyder's Justice League, The Tudors. Everyone's been telling me to watch The Tudors, and now I think this might be the push that I need. Okay, hold on. Henry Cavill was supposed to be in Fifty Shades of Grey. But he's not who I thought he was. um, Charlie. Charlie, Oh, yeah. By the way, they literally don't even have the same name. I don't know why I get them confused. No, and don't put that shit in my head. No, that guy's hot. The blonde guy. And he's from Kingsman. Is he? This guy. He's from Sons of Anarchy. Never mind. He's so handsome. I get him confused with Henry Cavill. But actually, Henry Cavill looks like Matt Bomber. Bomer. You're just like, you're putting stuff into my head that I don't need there. There's just like so many like sexy men. Like I actually just cannot keep track of them. But now I know who Henry Cavill is. I've never seen like any superhero movies. So like people in that genre like just go way above my my head. I agree. And he's not in The Kingsman. So I'm just going to take that back. I don't know who that guy is. When is The Kingsman sequel coming out? The Trequel? I don't know. But wait, now I need to find out who the guy I'm thinking of from The Kingsman. Because I feel like it's going to. Colin Firth? It's going to blow the lid off this thing. Taron Egerton? No, 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 no. He's a supporting man. The Kingsman cast. Oh my God. I love the Kingsman. Okay. Hold on. I'll just be oh, drinking. This from, guy. I'll just be drinking from my 100% this guy, mug. Available Wednesday at shopmorningtoast.com. He plays a guy named Charlie in the movies. He's like that guy who's with the girl. Okay, why are you showing me the, the most tiny picture? Like, how am I supposed to see? <laughs> Okay, that is like the most random guy. Yeah. No, but he plays the guy that's with the girl. No, um, <laughs> this episode is called Those Guys That Are With The Girls. Like, there's just so, like, honestly, there's so many famous people now. Like, I actually cannot keep track. No. And I feel like I know most of them. But with the birth of TikTok and, like, all these digital famous people and now the and traditional celebrities. And all these, like, streaming platforms, there's so much content. There's so many famous people. I agree. So, like, forgive me for getting my Henrys and Charlies confused. Like, it's just a, 
I'm a victim of circumstance. Like I can only keep up. I, and I know a lot, but like, this is like kind of crazy. Yeah. I think you're making, we're making it like harder than it needs to be. Like it's just Henry and his, my super sweet 16 girlfriend. Let's oh, just right. Like okay. 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 Focus okay. on. When I first saw the picture, like the picture was like this really serious chess picture. I thought he was dating Anna Taylor Joy. Yeah. Who is Anna Taylor Joy dating? I don't know. She's like so eligible. Like remember how like two years ago during award season, like Anna Armas was like, the most eligible bachelorette in Hollywood. And then like Ben Affleck got her. And now it's like, who is going to get Anna Taylor joy? Cause she's like the most eligible girl of award season. Like E news like dies for her, you know? Yeah. As they should. Yeah. I just wonder who, who the lucky person will be. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's dive into our TV recap segment, which is the real Housewives of Atlanta, which was on last night, which was so incredibly boring brought to you by legacy box, an effortless way to have your, Tapes, films, and photos digitally preserved to a modern format. So they're safe for generations. I get DMs like literally almost every day. Like, what was the company who does the VCR? Pay attention, please. Um, so if you have moments that you want to like um, preserve, we have over the years like collected so many of our home tapes. And like we bought all these like weird things on BestBuy.com to like transfer it. It never worked. And Legacy Box was the answer to all of our questions. It's so easy. You can reclaim all the priceless footage that you haven't been able to see in years. The service from Legacy Box is so simple. Use their kit to safely send the moments you want preserved, whether it's VHSs, CDs, anything. Their team will create a digital archive by hand. Then you'll receive your new copies, either stored on the cloud, a thumb drive, a DVD, along with all the original media you sent them. So with their tracking system, you can follow every step of the process so you always know your originals are being taken care of. Legacy recently surpassed a million customers. That's a million people celebrating milestones stones legacy box is offering 50 percent off to our listeners so you can get started preserving the moments that have stood out in your life today do not waste this opportunity there's limited supplies legacy box like will change your life it's the best gift for a mom or a grandma or someone who just like appreciates sentimentality um so go to legacybox.com toast to join more than a million other families who have used legacy box for just a fraction of the regular price take advantage of 50 percent off today and send in your legacy box whenever you're ready go to legacybox.com toast and again that's 50 percent off while supplies last so don't miss out legacybox.com toast Love it. Okay, okay, the Real Housewives of Atlanta was like so boring, but to me, the most interesting part of the episode was like seeing all the food at Blaze Steakhouse. Like, gotta go there for a meal. It looked so good. It looked so good. Yeah, the episode was boring. All this drama with the prophet. Like, I was so confused. And then and also, I didn't agree like, with anyone. Like, I kind of agreed with Drew. No, but then after speaking to the prophet, and if Toya and him really don't have a romantic relationship, but even if they do, but I don't even think he would lie. Like if, if they did have a relationship, she wouldn't have called him up and, and had like a, a man of the faith lie on t Like, I just don't think so. No, so, but see, like how, but even, how do we have such two opposite stories? Drew heard literally he broke up with his fiance, left his baby to be with Toya. They're in a committed relationship. Toya story is like, I literally barely know this man. Like, no, like that she like t is taking his seminar, but like he was engaged three years ago, and that's just so. Not like, how the do we case. have such two like literally polar opposite stories? I don't know. Someone's lying. Yeah, but let's. I kind of believe Drew. But even if Drew's telling the truth, like it's none of her business. It's the same thing as like all this stuff with Bolo. Like it's no, actually. I normally would agree with you, but the only reason I was kind of taking Drew's side because let's say it's all completely true, and like the. Prophet and his family are like a part of Drew's family, which is what she's been saying. Like Drew has every right to be mad that like she introduced the prophet to her friend. And like now he left his fiance for the friend when like Drew is 
like family with them. Like I can see if what everything Drew is saying is true, why she would be upset. And like how nobody understands that, like confuse me. Like if, if she really broke up a family, if Toya broke up a family who was so close with Drew, like allegedly for years, you know? Yeah, I just... But that's assuming everything Drew is saying about the relationship with the, with the prophet is true. It's so confusing and I also like really don't care. So I'm like confused and I'm trying to care and I don't... I wanted more of the lipo. Like... I wanted more clarity on I that didn't because think Marla was lying. Me, she you do up, or you do? No, I don't. No, because she brought it up and she said she's gotten it twice and she's getting it again. You don't lie, half lie about liposuction. Yeah, she was the one who brought the word to the table, and then I, I'm sure she was like maybe planning on it, maybe it just or she's doing it. But I thought she was being super honest, and I also feel like she was really humbling herself at that dinner and just being like, "I'm yes, really sorry." And eating she clearly shit. felt really bad. She's apologized so many times. Like clearly, it was one of those nights where you just. You act it out. Things fall apart. You know, no, I completely agree. And you agree. just behave in a way that you personally don't agree with. And I, and she's doing everything right in the way she's apologizing. And like, everyone needs to move on. I completely agree. Like, cause I love Marlo and like in New Orleans, I'm like, what are you doing? Like right. putting yourself in the center of all this and like acting insane in front of big Frida, like relax. Um, but the way she like literally ate shit and like humbled herself and like apologized to every single person, like multiple times, brought gifts. Oh, buying Porsche's sheets. She doesn't want the discount. Like she's obviously trying really hard. Yeah. So I'm like so glad. Cause like as a Marlo stand, like I really, Really have respect for that um and in no way did I think she was lying about the liposuction like Shamia was just going so hard for her when like some a friend of a friend saw you at the doctor's office like maybe she was having a consultation like yeah and also like people's medical doings like are personal you know like leave them alone and Marlo brought it up right she's definitely she's not a, lying no I don't think she's lying it was just all very weird. The whole episode was just weird and I just didn't care. And also the season finale is next week when like literally nothing has happened except yeah. for the Bolo stuff. Yeah. I think they thought that that would like carry through the season. I definitely made for a few interesting episodes, but like anytime Bolo's name gets brought up, I'm like, oh no. Yeah. To me, like Atlanta um, is having like a similar season, but on a different scale than like OC, like because they just had like limited time to foot to film and like random trips they had to take. Like, OC got really fucked because like nothing happened and they were like were caught in the middle of COVID and Atlanta I feel like they made the best of like the COVID situation but it was not a great season yeah I, I totally agree but I feel like it'll be a good reunion yeah um and I wonder if Drew and Toya will be back because Toya's not even a housewife right now no but that always happens she's like a Brandy Glanville like how like someone who's like a friend of is the center of the entire yeah like scandal um I don't love Toya. I actually really like Drew. She like really grew on me as the season went on. And I think she's a really good housewife. Except when Kenya said, or Toya said, like, she needs to stop worrying about my relationship and get a relationship with the treadmill. Like, that was so mean. So wrong. So wrong. And like all the other women laughing, like that really upset me because like when, when, <laughs> when Cynthia and Mike were in their kitchen, like trying to move the scale around, like oh my because God. the scale was definitely broken because they were like weighing in more than they thought. Like, I was dying and like that's why I love the Housewives of Atlanta because they're so real and they both said their weight on camera on camera like you would literally have to like stone me to death before admitting how much I weigh mm-hmm. but no, they were like, just like open and honest it and I loved so it was so relatable like that's my year summed up yeah like moving, moving the scale, scale around, around the house try, like in disbelief yeah, he's like no because like the floor's on a decline like it was so funny and then that treadmill comment like really bothered me yeah it was it was wrong I didn't see that the I didn't feel like the women were laughing I felt like they were made uncomfortable by it maybe also, like, what is with Kenya being the worst host ever? Like, I, I love Marlo for ordering, like, pizza and wings. But, like, she doesn't put out a cheese plate for, like, her five guests. No, it's it's really... And she thought they would be satiated with wine. But, like, this group eats a lot. Like, yeah. they are not satiated with just alcohol. No, it's, it's like, funny. I know, because also, like, in South Carolina, like, it's a pattern now. Yeah. 
I just love Marlo, like for real. No, I, I really like her too. And I just need everyone to like forgive her for the dinner. Like, cause also at the end I of the day, like. do. No, no, Except but like Portia. they keep bringing it up. And at the end of the day, like she's going so far out of her way, like apologizing, apologizing. But like what she did was like, she just acted out at a dinner. It's like, not a huge deal. It's like, not a huge deal. Yeah, she didn't hurt anyone. Right. Even though next week it looks like things get physical between Drew and Toya. Yeah. And that was just like a, you know, a ticking tie bomb. Yeah. But I also feel like it's this weird um, balance with like all of the existing housewives being like so established and like been on forever and like these two new girls like coming in Proving and like themselves. having to prove themselves and it's like two different shows. By the way, that's it's like it's aunties and nieces. Like yeah, no, but like the, the, not in terms of like having fun, but the way that like Toya and Drew like are acting towards one another. It's like season because it, it's season one for them. Yeah, it's like a season one, but we're so far past that. We're so beyond silliness like that. Yeah. Yeah, like, because, like, um, some of the OGs, like, are a little boring. Like, Cynthia, even though I love her, like, she is boring. And even Candy, I the only thing I really feel like Candy's integral towards is, like, she has no alliances. Like, she will comment on a fight, like, not because she sides with someone, but just because that's who she thinks is right. Like, yeah. So she's actually, like, a good kind of, like, narrator for the show because she's very... She's not, like, best friends with anyone. Like, she, this is really just, like, truly her job. She shows up and she, like... Just comments on what she, she sees. She shares her thoughts. Yeah, and I actually really respect that because more often than not, like in her um, confessionals, like I agree with her because she's very unbiased. Mm-hmm. So I think she adds value in that. But some of the OGs are just like getting like comfortable and like boring. Except Portia is literally just like the funniest person on the show, and like everything she says is just like a nugget of perfection. And like she was barely in the episode last night because she didn't get invited to Kenya's, but she still somehow managed to be like the queen of the episode. Yeah, I just I absolutely adore her. I think she's so funny. Um, so yeah, season finale next week, and then hopefully the reunions will be good. Like you said, the worse the season, the better a reunion. True. Um, so I'm very much looking forward to that. There's you, nothing on tonight. Oh yay! Did so I fabulous. Did you watch any other stuff this weekend? Uh, I finished watching The Last Czar on Netflix. It was really good. Like throughout, there it was definitely times I was bored and like Rasputin. Ugh. But by the end, like the way that it ended, and you know, I'll just if you guys are going to watch, just meet me for a second because I want to spoil. Like, it's not spoil, it's history. But it was so crazy because, so basically the Tsar and his family were brutally murdered at, like, during the Russian Revolution. They were, like, buried in a forest. No one found them for, like, 50 years. In the 70s, like, some historians found them, but, like, the political climate, like, it wasn't a good time to, like, tell everyone. So they stayed there for, like, another 20 years. And then the bodies were exhumed, and they want they needed to prove that it was the royal family because it was just, like, bones, and no one knew where they had been buried. And so they got blood samples from all of the royals throughout Europe because since they all, like, were married, to one another they have similar dna and even prince philip um donated or gave Jeez, blood he is old gave blood was. to help in the cause of proving that it was the royal family oh that's interesting yeah it was really interesting and then they had a proper um imperial burial right and it was really interesting and i, I actually liked- watched something really similar <laughs> I liked the way that it was done because it was like half documentary, half dramatized, kind of like the college admissions thing. Yeah. But it was really well done. And and uh, if you're interested in a little bit of history, I would recommend it. It also deals with like this question of like the Anastasia imposter. Um, and there's like a lot of books on it. Do you know this story? And then apparently Do I found out this story. I found out from no. Taylor. I found out. From, OK, so basically the Russian f- royal family was murdered in like a basement and it, there was a lot of mystery around what happened. And some of the mystery that got out was like that one of the daughters escaped Anastasia. And so eight years after the murder in Berlin, a woman comes up and says, I am Anastasia Romanov. Mm-hmm. And th- that 
and I escaped, blah, blah, blah. And spends, this woman spent her entire life saying, I'm Anastasia. And like, there were so many people who were like, no, it's not. Like, the grandma came in. The tutor came Why in. Why couldn't like, they just prove it? Like, with blood. It was, they didn't have that technology oh. yet for DNA testing. And she passed away before it could be. But since her passing and they found the bones of the imperial family, she is, was not Anastasia. Like, oh. lived her whole life. Oh, I thought for sure she was going to be. But apparently, I was talking to Kayla last night, and she just watched the movie Anastasia. And the Disney movie Anastasia is about Anastasia Romanov, and apparently, like, they say that it's her, but it wasn't her. But it's like a fiction cartoon, no? No, but, like, but recipe, like, there are a lot of true elements, and they say that, like, she was the the last remaining Romanov, but that's not what happened. So it's, and I think I need to watch Anastasia. Well, really similarly, I watched um, Accepted. (laughs) (laughs) that movie with Justin Long and Blake Lively and Jonah Hill and it's actually like a fucking great movie it is except like do you know like the fatal flaw of the film is Justin Long's character's name is Bartleby okay and like he's like literally like the center of the TV show and like everyone's always like hey Bartleby hey B like why was that his name that's just it's just like it actually makes the movie like bad (laughs) it makes no fucking sense so that's what I was like spending my whole weekend thinking about. I actually didn't watch a lot of TV. I spent most of my time on TikTok. Oh, well, that explains that. And then I also am um, almost done with the book that I'm reading called The Queen's Fortune. And it just took a turn. It just got good at 70%. So I'll keep you guys abreast. Yeah, you made it far. But it is about Desiree Clary, who was the one-time love of Napoleon Bonaparte and then married his friend. But her sister married his brother. So she's part of the court. Quite interesting. But apparently she's going to be Queen of Sweden. Is she still alive? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Like, in the, what's happening oh, next? Oh, oh. You're like, she's going to be the queen of Sweden, like, today? No, on the next page. <laughs> oh, okay. So, like, not tomorrow. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Like, that was confusing, the way you phrased it. Sorry. Yeah, that's on stupid. me. That's yeah. on me. 100%. <laughs> trying to make me look stupid? Um, so, it looks like the historical journey is, like, going really well for you. The historical journey is going really well. I just, like... I, I sort of spread myself too thin in watching Last Star while reading Queen's Fortune because it's like then I had this Romanoff itch that I wanted to scratch and I was going to read. I hate when I have a Romanoff itch that I want to scratch <laughs> and like I just can't, you know? Yeah, because I was in the middle of another book. So, right. But now I'm like back in the Napoleonic era. So maybe I'll, I don't know when I'm done with this book and it was like a little disappointing. Um, I don't know where I'm going to go from here. I don't know. Do so, I go back to the Romanoffs? So now you're back, back in the Napoleonic era. <laughs> exactly. Happy for you. Thanks. Um... So yeah, like that was our show. That right? was. It Confirming? was ours. Confirmed. It was ours. Confirmed. We spoke about the guys. We spoke about the girls. We pretty much hit the nail on the head. And yeah, and it's confirmed that that's all she wrote. Oh, d- is it? Yeah. She okay. Pens up. What's it? Time's up. What Pencils up. No, what do they say like at the end of SATs? Like, Pencils, Pencils down. <laughs> <laughs> Pencils down. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the millennial morning show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere. Podcasts can be found on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us. The Morning Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. If you made it to the end of the episode, thank you so much for listening, and we hope you have an amazing day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. 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 Goodb